faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Serious question. I'm not joking. Is the Democrat Party becoming a terrorist organization? Over the weekend, when Nancy Pelosi was asked specifically to condemn the eight firebombings that have happened at pregnancy crisis centers, she declined. The reporter asked her, Nancy, the Republicans say that your rhetoric is responsible for this. Are you willing to condemn? Here's her answer. Keep in mind, these are firebombings, not of pro-life activists, you know, headquarters, but again, pregnancy crisis centers. All they do there is refer women to places they can get help if they want to give birth to their child, you know, financial support, or put them in touch with folks who can conduct adoptions. It's totally voluntary to go there. But apparently, going there is now out of the question. Pelosi was asked to condemn the now eight firebombings and violent attacks. She didn't. Well, let me just say this. A woman has a right to choose, to live up to her responsibility. It's up to her, her doctor, her family, her husband, her her significant other, and her God. Uh, th- this talk of politicizing all of this, I think, is something uniquely American and not right. Other countries, Ireland, Italy, Mexico, have had legislative uh, initiatives uh, to expand a woman's right uh, to choose very Catholic countries. I'm a very Catholic person, and I believe in every woman's right to make her own decisions. Any other questions on another subject? Because I'm not going to. Blah, blah, blah. The activists heard her loud and clear. She's not condemning them for their violence. So they doubled down in the next 24 hours. With the violent liberal group Jane's Revenge posting two separate warnings. In the first one, they reminded pregnancy crisis center operators they, that they had been given 30 days to shut down their operations or it would be, quote, open season. Surely the group Jane's Revenge just meant open season for protest, right? Nope. They've already taken credit for six of the violently destructive acts against pregnancy crisis centers. And they even made clear that this time they're going to go beyond setting them on fire. Here's the post from Jane's Revenge, quote, Rest assured that we and those measures may not come in the form of something so easily cleaned up as fire and graffiti, the post says. They continue, eventually your insurance companies and your financial backers will realize you're a bad investment. It's open season, the warning wrote. We know where your operations are. Quote, through attacking, we find joy, courage, and strip the veneer of impenetrability held by these violent institutions. These liberal loons, right? And then... They write this to allies of the group. Go do one of your own. You're already one of us. Everyone with the urge to paint, to burn, to cut, to jam. Now is the time. That same day, after that posting, clearly threatening violence, Nancy Pelosi made a statement I played for you earlier in this podcast, refusing to condemn the violent acts. Keep in mind, this is after Pelosi, Biden, and Chuck Schumer, the leader of the Democrats, neglected to condemn the attempted assassination in front of his house of Supreme Court Justice Kavanaugh. 
Here's Ted Cruz and Sean Hannity accurately nailing what all this means. Unfortunately, today's Democratic Party is controlled by the radicals. They are the party of criminals. They are the party of violence. They are the party of riots. They are the party of threats and destruction. Uh, this, this radical group that is threatening terrorist conduct, let's be clear, they're threatening to attack, to burn, to murder people. And, and by the way, at pregnancy centers, pregnancy resource centers, the, the, these are centers that are helping moms who, who are pregnant with children to give birth to those children. And these radicals hate the fact that anyone would help a mom. The, you know, these radicals claim to be pro-woman, but apparently they don't want to help a mom who's pregnant with a child actually give birth to the child, deliver the child into this world. And so they're going to firebomb uh, the, 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 the clinic or the hospital that, that she would go to. And, and the, the terrifying thing, Sean, is this happens with the encouragement, with the acquiescence of the Democrat Party. Look, but we Senator, saw just this a is important. I want to I yeah. want your take when Chuck mm -hmm. Schumer went on the steps of the U.S. Supreme Court and threatened two Supreme Court justices and said, you won't know what hit you. Was that a yep. threat when you dox, when you intimidate, when you harass and you give out the addresses and the, uh, of, of justices and the names of the schools that their kids attend and the churches that they attend and the times that they attend church? Isn't that a threat? Isn't that intimidation? Isn't that harassment? Don't we have laws against that, Senator? Uh, Absolutely, yes. The Democrat Party today is the party of mob violence. They're the party. Schumer knew what he was saying when he said, you have unleashed the whirlwind. He was unleashing the radicals. You look at, 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 at this lawless, very likely left-wing law clerk who leaked the decision. The reason the decision was leaked was to allow threats and bullying to come at the justices. Keep in mind, Nancy Pelosi, again, head of the Democrats in Congress, declined to condemn any of this, including the fire bombings, after the left-wing group Ruth Sentis published The Church Amy Coney Barrett Attends, we're told, every day, and Where Her Children Go to School, and encouraged their followers to find, hunt out, and harass the family. No, Pelosi knows this. It was everywhere. And yet she wouldn't condemn. Why? Because the leadership wants this. Now, here's the really scary thing. Remember when the draft of the Supreme Court decision leaked, the one that Alito wrote? If any of these Republican-appointed justices flips their vote and changes the ruling from what the leaked draft was, in other words, if one of these justices gives in because they can't bear the idea of their children being hunted, of their spouses being hunted, if one of them gives in, it'll never end. It'll always be this way going forward. They will literally violently hunt these Supreme Court justices like animals. They've already sent Alito into hiding. I mean, think about this. Have you ever lived in a time in America where a Supreme Court justice was in hiding from liberal left-wing loons who illegally protested outside his house threatening him in violation of federal law, and the only reason he had to go into hiding is because the Justice Department refuses to prosecute them. They would rather keep the Supreme Court justice in hiding, because the Biden administration runs the Justice Department right now, than enforce the law against their own lunatic followers who are menacing these justices. I'm telling you, every ruling that comes down, they're going to be in front of the houses terrorizing them. What's causing this? Up until the attempted assassination of Justice Kavanaugh, literally in front of his house, the Republican leadership, 
Mitch McConnell, Steve Scalise, and Kevin McCarthy had never said anything about it, had gaffed it completely off. The Democrats watched them closely. Sure, Ted Cruz and Jim Jordan and Rand Paul always go on television to scream and yell, but they're not Republican leaders. The Democrats watch the reaction of the leadership. And if the leadership says nothing, they take it as a new right. So the Republican leadership, whether meaning to or not, created the right to break the law in front of the justices' houses. And it got so out of hand that eventually an assassin arrived, which we all knew was coming. Pray that not one of these justices budges an inch on the vote intention that was recorded in the Alito leak draft, or they'll be hunted like animals by the left. Every major court decision, the violent leftists will be in front of their homes. The assassins will show up. The Molotov cocktails will fly. And this will operate like a third world country. And it'll quickly spread too. Anytime they don't like legislation, they'll be in front of the Republican leadership's homes too. But it'll be too late. Now, you're probably thinking, okay, Tara, but really, how much violence could there really be from the left? I mean, how many truly crazy people are there really out there? How many people are really willing to, you know, firebomb a pregnancy crisis center, harm and intimidate justices and their families and their churches and their schools? A lot, it turns out. And that's the alarming part. And I don't mean just sort of violent or Molotov cocktail violent. I mean assassination violent. The Liberal Southern Poverty Law Center recently did a poll. The results were absolutely frightening. The poll showed the group most likely to support political violence, including assassination. Now, to listen to the rhetoric from the FBI, the Department of Homeland Security, Joe Biden, and the Democrat leadership, you'd assume this was Republican men, right? Because they're terrorists and white supremacists, and they've got to be brought under control before they destroy our democracy. Uh, no, no, no. The largest group supporting violence, including assassination in America, again, according to a poll done by the Liberal Southern Poverty Law Center, Democrat men under 50. A full, horrifying, shocking 44% of younger Democrat men, again, that's Democrat men under age of 50, support, quote, assassinating a politician who is harming our country or democracy, unquote. That is the exact question they were asked in the poll. In other words, this Democrat rhetoric isn't aimless. It's hitting its target. And yes, it's weaponizing its target. Young Democrat men are the most primed for violence of any group in America. If you want to know how they stack up, by the way, the group with the second highest approval for assassinating politicians, Republican women under 50. 40% approved of such behavior. Then after that came Republican men under 50. They approved of assassinating politicians at a 34% rate. This is crazy. And 32% of Democrat women want to assassinate politicians. Folks, you can see where this is going. And it's nowhere good. It has to be stopped by the cooler heads. In other words, the Republican leadership's got to step in. You know why? You know who else is watching them? Well, that group Ruth sent us put another tweet out. The very series of tweets in which they threatened Amy Coney Barrett, the Supreme Court justice, letting her know uh, that they knew where her kids went to school and what church she went to. That series of tweets also said that your leadership, talking about the Republican leadership, won't protect you. Why? Because they watch them. They watch to see what the reaction is to the lawlessness, to the intimidation in front 
of the Supreme Court justices' houses. And when Republican leaders don't condemn it, even though it is illegal under federal law, they go, okay, it's a new right. We'll push the envelope a little more, see what we can get away with. And that's why you have fire bombings. All of this, by the way, is conditioning, not just the Democrats conditioning their followers for violence and assassination, which they clearly are, but also conditioning so that Republicans understand that if they merely slip through the doors of the Capitol because the Capitol Police are holding them open and take some selfies, they might spend the next 18 months in solitary confinement. However, if you're a Democrat, And you committed January 6th every night in front of Supreme Court justices' houses where you're also, like the Capitol, not allowed to be. Well, that's okay. We'll just ignore that. There will never even be charges filed by the Department of Justice, even though it's just as illegal under federal law. So what they're doing is conditioning us, you better not dare even peacefully protest. We, however, will firebomb whatever we feel like, and our leaders will wink at us and egg us on, practically begging for more. What's the solution in the short term? We need Republican leaders to condemn this stuff. It is not good enough to wait for the assassination attempt and pretend it's not going on. These leaders are short-sighted. Again, the Scalises, Kevin McCarthy's, uh, the Mitch McConnell's, they don't understand that on this timeline, it's going to be a few short years before that mob with their Molotov cocktails is in front of their homes and there's no one to help. Not the DOJ, not the FBI, not the Democrat leadership, no one. They'll be on their own and begging our side to fight back. And that will be too late. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening.